0: On today's episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast, we'll be talking about a mattress footprint that might have come from Bigfoot. Welcome to Mystery Kids Podcast. Welcome, welcome, Mystery Kids. I hope you had a fantastic summer, and whether you're getting back to school or getting back to homeschool, I hope it was wonderful and just the best summer ever. So I want to make sure we do a shout out to our newest patron members. Remember, if you're a patron or if you're on Spotify, you can either message me on Instagram and send me your child's name so that they can get a shout out at... The Mystery Kids Podcast on Instagram, or through Patreon, I have pinned at the very top of the Patreon app, Um, I have the notes where you can put your child's name in. So we've had a lot of new patrons sign up, that I haven't got a lot of new names, so make sure you give me your child's name so I can get them in an episode. So welcome to Mac and Charlie, welcome, welcome, and Makoa. Thank you so much for being members and being patrons. I really appreciate it. Time for August birthday shout outs. We have a ton of birthdays in August. I truly believe that this is our largest birthday month. So happy birthday to August, August babies. So happy birthday to Connor, Taylor, Reese, Everly C, Pearson F, Ronan, Reese, Mila, Hayden Reno, Drake and Jocelyn, Cameron, Quinn, Anastasia O'Sylvan, Irene, Oliver, Harry, Ruby, Jarek Gondek, Julia Shecklin, Leah, Zuzanna, Jose, Sam, Mira, Jack Hall, Edessa, Drew, Sylvia, Penelope Marquez, Madeline Harper, Ava Carr, Charlotte, Corey Stocks, Pearson, Theo, and Hadley Hofferick. So happy birthday. I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. I'm trying real hard, but I just hope you have a wonderful birthday. If you'd like your child to get a shout out in their birthday month, make sure that you go to our Google Forms and sign up for your child's birthday month, whatever it may be. Also, we have some kind of fun things coming up Um, right now. If you're a patron for the next couple days, I'm going to have open. We have our Yeti who has become our mascot and we decided we needed to name our Yeti. So if you're one of our patrons, head over and pick from one of the three names for our Yeti so that he can get his own name and we will be having merch coming soon. I've had people have asked for years, but it's kind of hard to get Merch together. Um, so I'm really excited. I teamed up with a, another business mom who is really excited to help me out and to figure out some of these things. So I am super excited. So I think we're going to start with t shirts and will kind of grow from there. So I'm going to try my hardest to keep them low cost because I do not spend a lot of money on my kids' shirts and clothing, <laughs> and especially if you have more than one kid. So we're working really hard to get it at a great price for you guys. And if you're a patron, you get a little bonus with that. So I will let you know as soon as I have more information to help you out. And right now we're going to pause so that we can get a word from this month's sponsor, By the way, if you don't know what a sponsor is, they help keep this podcast running. So I'm super grateful for our sponsor and that they can help pay a little bit so that we can keep this going. So I'm really grateful. So we'll do a little pause for them and then we'll jump right into the episode. Today's episode was inspired by our trip to Lincoln City, Oregon. We went all as a family. Um, If you follow us on Instagram, I shared quite a bit about our trip and where we went to. But our favorite, well, a few of our kids' favorite places we went to was Boring, Oregon. And you heard that right, Boring. (laughs) Boring, Oregon. We woke up early one morning and headed a two-hour drive in past Portland to Boring, Oregon to check out the North American Bigfoot Center or is it Sasquatch Center? I think it's Sasquatch Center. So we went over there and the kids had the funnest time there. They had a blast going to look at All of the things Bigfoot that is here at the North American Bigfoot Center, it was Bigfoot. Um, Plus, you can get into their little museum in the back. And um, there's a part where you have to go and look for Bigfoots. And that was my kid's favorite part. But they had tons and tons of Bigfoot stories. But one that caught my eye was about this Bigfoot footprint that was left on a mattress, that was left on like a futon outside. And there's some pretty good images of a Bigfoot print. So that's what we're gonna dive into is the mattress print of Bigfoot. Now this story comes from Cliff Barackman. He is big into the Bigfoot field research and he's been exploring Bigfoot since 1994. It's taken him to 46 states and 5 continents, trying to find more evidence to support the evidence and existence of undiscovered hominids worldwide. He was an evidence and anal- analyst on Animal Planet's hit television show, Finding Bigfoot. he uses his skills and expertise and his variety of photography, uh, video, film and sound elephant evidence, not elephants, evidence. And so he is very big into finding, looking for Bigfoot and finding more evidence so that we can continue to share more about Bigfoot. So this story comes from him. I'll share all the evidence that we have um, and the pictures. I actually got a picture of Porter holding this Bigfoot, um, like, image it's a picture like an actual real size of it so I will make sure that that is up so that you guys can check that out and as always the links to all of this are in the show notes so this is from Cliff himself he said this saga started when I checked my email on the morning of February 16th 2018 while in Nebraska for the 2018 Nebraska Bigfoot Conference An email written at 11.08 p.m. the night before had the subject heading of tracks found today. I opened the email and found that a friend of the email's author had located and photographed footprints of an old discarded futon mattress at a pullout along the Oregon Route 36. Exasperated, I thought to myself, why do all the really cool things happen when I am out of town the photographs were very interesting one of them had a lighter had a lighter as a scale to show that the prints were not were not huge but they were likely larger than most human prints would be. The toe splay was very impressive as was the print print's wit. They looked very good to me which got me very excited about this find. I had a professional obligation to speak at the conference and I wouldn't be flying home till Sunday, February 18th, two days later. So I checked the weather report and saw a storm was due to hit Cheshire, Oregon the next day. Rain and snow were coming. So I started to make phone calls to find somebody that could go get these footprints. My first call was to one of the best book photos I know who happened to live in the general area, Chris Meener. Chris immediately knew the importance of the find and spent several hours that night after work going to at least six different pullouts to try to find the location of the mattress, but to no avail. I encouraged Chris to speak directly to the reporting witness in the morning and try again. This time, he was successful in locating the site. Ironically, the mattress was just a few miles from his home. He'd been passing the same mattress at least twice a day while he was commuting to and from work. He and his wife had actually complained about the mattress and the lack of respect it shows to throw one's trash on the side of the road for others to deal with. Chris videoed parts of his investigation at the scene. He took a series of photographs and cut the footprint out of the fabric of the mattress. He then stored them in a brown paper bag and kept them in his heated home to avoid mold or mildew, which would destroy the print or the fabric. The week that that week's weather was just terrible. The rain and snow alternated, making for treacherous driving conditions. So I was unable to make it to the location to check it out for myself for a full week. Finally, I drove down my with my wife Melissa, Tom Powell, and my dog Ziokel, Zioidel, Zioidel. I'm gonna look up that word in a minute. On February 25th, we located the site and carefully searched the area for an hour or more. I located one mark on the ground that was located where the next book coming off the mattress would have likely fallen, but it was hardly more than a scuff with no depth. Casting it out was out of question, but I did photograph it. The footprint swatches are now safely in my possession and on permanent display at the North American Bigfoot Center in Boring, Oregon. There are some very interesting details to be seen in the photographs taken and also in the footprints themselves. First, there was a noticeable deterioration in the quality of the marks on the cloth between the time the original witness documented the footprints and when Chris arrived on the scene just two days later. The rain seemed to have really washed out much of the soil on the mattress. The footprints had some depth to them in the mattress showing that weight was pressed down on the surface of the futon. This in turn lifted the mattress material adjacent to the impression which seems to have resulted in possibly recording hair straight striations from the ankle area on the mattress. In the photographs below, note the dirty marks above where the ankle should be. There is a sharp line headed up diagonally to show the fold in the fabric. Below it, particularly on the left side below the fold, can be seen parallel lines suggestive of hair. It's also possible that these lines are simply the sides of the feet leaving parallel marks as they are removed from the impression sliding upward. More parallel marks are seen in the photographs below taken by reporting witnesses. In this case, however, those lines are seen all around the heel and radiating outwards from the foot. It cannot be said if these marks were caused by hair striations or just the removal of the foot. It's still an interesting possibility. From some angles in which the depth of the impression, it's easy to be seen that there seems to be indications of a midfoot flexibility. As it's well documented, Sasquatches push off from the base or the back part of their metatarsals as opposed to humans who push off from the head or the front part of theirs. So like we step from the balls of our foot and take a step forward, Um, Bigfoot is supposed to as more... Um, apes do they step from the back to the front so the depth of the footprint on the mattress as well as the wrinkled raised from the force to push off while walking suggests this is also the case with the track maker in this case the fore part of the foot is even a bit darker suggesting more force might have been put onto that part of the planter surface upon push off the toe splay is quite wide. The fifth digit in particular stands out as being quite adducted, not in line with the rest. The hollocks or the big toe in the right footprint appears to be unusually wide, but really it isn't. This is just a consequence of the mattress fabric folding over as the weight of the track maker impressed into the cushion below. When it was folded over, it touched the medical side of the foot and recorded marks No medial side of the foot and recorded marks from that side of the toe, thus making the marks appear wider than they are. Remember, whether it's a footprint or an impression, it is not the shape of a foot, but rather the shape of a damage done to the substrate. In the case, a spongy mattress with a loose fabric cover by the foot as it walks by. So it's saying that basically your foot, it leaves an impression, but the impression size is going to be very different than what your size of your foot actually is. The footprints do not appear to be human in any way. They are long, although admittedly not outside the variability of some humans. However, when feet grow to be this long, they're always quite narrow. For example, I photographed and cast footprints from Oregon's second tallest man who I met while filming Finding Bigfoot. His footprints were about 13 inches long, which is the approximate length of these footprints. However, while the ball of his feet measured only four inches wide at the heel, these are 5.5 inches. That's an increase of 37.5% and far beyond the realm of the human. The heel in this case is also much wider than that of a particular human's prints by nearly 17%. Meaning that like your foot narrows down it's bigger in the front and narrows down bigfoot's actually kind of gets a little bit wider the fact that both feet are represented is very fortuitous it would have been nice to have multiple examples from the same foot so i could ensure toe variability and the like but we can be thankful for what we have indeed we're luckily lucky to have been able to record any of this considering the weather conditions and the circumstances So to my knowledge, is the only example of footprints being removed from a site on cloth or similar material. There There have been other situations where muddy marks have been left by a passing Sasquatch, but none that have been collected and brought back to examine. If there are other examples of this out there in the data set, I would very much like to know about them. So please let me know. So this is such a fun story because it's such a great Impression. Like, it, if you actually look at the image, it's a really good foot. Footprints. Um, I think when I was like looking at a lot of the footprints, I was like, how did they even tell there was a footprint there? And maybe it's like, I don't, I can't tell the difference. I would not be like a good hunter or tracker at all, apparently. But looking at these footprints like in the ground, I'm like, I don't know how they were like, here's the footprint. I'm like looking around going, no, that's grass, that's dirt. <laughs> and they can like figure out where it is. But the fact that these looked so much like footprints were absolutely astounding and a great find for the bigfoot community so how fun is that you can actually go on their website which is the north american bigfoot center um, dot square dot site and you can actually purchase one of the life-size prints they're ten dollars and those are they're kind of cool they're really cool they're really uh, they're they're big they're really big you'll see it compared to a porter who is eight and a half now and so that's it's still a really big footprint so All in all, we definitely would recommend the Bigfoot, um, the American Bigfoot. Oh, now I'm not going to remember how to say it. The American, North American Bigfoot Center in Boring, Oregon. That was so much fun and fun for the kids. And we spent quite a bit of time there. So we were glad and it was great to like talk to some of the people there and the kids were able to do different things. It was really cool. So super recommend it for anybody. I mean, all of you that are big into a great mystery. Okay, I did look up his dog's name. His dog is it's spelled X-O-C-H-I-T-L, which is from Mexican Orient. It's Xochitl. Xochitl. So they say it really prettier than I do. Um, Zocayo, so which means flower. Anyways, I thought it was very interesting, but I'm like, I don't know how to say that. That's a new one for me. If you want to know more about Bigfoot or you want an actual sighting story, I'm going to have the original Patterson gimlin film we're gonna talk about it on our patreon this month i know i'll be doing more bigfoot episodes as we go my husband and my kids absolutely love bigfoot and love to listen to stories about it find it absolutely fascinating so i'll for sure be doing more this is just one i found really really cool and it was neat to see the impressions from it so if you want to learn more about the original like the first time ever was filmed in great quality for that time um make sure to head over for a patreon or to be a spotify patron which is five dollars a month and that gets you two bonus episodes this month is also going to be about the blue dragon which is this little poisonous creature that lives in the ocean it's really cool i talked to like i shared a little reel about it on our instagram stories so also if you're on instagram make sure you're following us and just seeing all that we share Thank you so much for being here for a whole nother month. I am so excited whether you're back in school or back to homeschool routine, whatever it looks like. We are so grateful to be part of that. So thank you for being here. We'll see you next time on the Mystery Kids podcast. Thanks for listening.